break since I opened my eyes. 25 years ago, they called me beloved. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, back again to talk all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course, the music. How's everyone doing out there? Oh, that's right, you can't respond. 2018 already feels like a blur with us being in February, but I'm feeling the love for you all. Um, That's right, this episode lands the day before Valentine's, and my way of serenading you is best done through talking to cool bands. Trust me, you don't want to hear me sing. And hey, the sharing of great music is kind of my favorite way of expressing love anyhow. So this week, my guest is Amy Hoffman of Boston's own Future Teens. Amy has a ton to talk about, including the band's upcoming first national tour, her awesome relationship with her bandmates, working with Take This to Heart Records, and more. So with that, let's turn it over to Future Teens and then dig into the interview with Amy. We were walking with our hands at our sides I believed you when you told me you were fine I remember standing outside your house It was freezing I 
talk to you about all things future teens and everything that you've been doing uh awesome. how are you doing i'm good i am exhausted but <laughs> you're good well that's always good then um so to kind of start jumping into everything can you tell me about how you first got involved in music uh i mean i've been playing as long as i can remember my father plays guitar and my mother played piano a lot growing up and um my siblings are eight and 10 years older than me. So I just did everything I could to follow in their footsteps as a little kid. And uh, my brother was going to warp tour when I was like eight or nine, bringing home like some 41 and good Charlotte CDs. And it was 
all downhill from there. I started playing guitar and I was like eight and somehow wound up here. Sounds like you had some pretty great influences then. Um, like besides some 41, uh, what were there bands that you were listening to a lot that kind of like influenced your playing style or anything that you particularly liked? Yeah, I had like kind of a hodgepodge of influences when I first started playing. Cause I had, uh, like the first concert I went to was this blues artist uh, named Johnny Lang. And that was, that was a choice of my dad's and I fell in love with guitar right there. I was like, that's what I want to do forever. Uh, and then all my songwriting influences came from pop punk bands. Um, I listened to a ton of say anything and that's like, those songs are how I learned how to play and sing at the same time. Um, got really into like, Sarah Bareilles somewhere nice. along the way. <laughs> um, and then coming into like writing for future teens, uh, AW is a personal hero of mine. And there's a lot of that going into what we're doing. And uh, like Camp Cope is one that we're all obsessed with now. We're a little across the board. That's awesome. I mean, those are really exciting influences to have. I mean, Sarah Bareilles is so great for like pop music influence in particular. Yeah. And then, like, you know, drawing from, like, AW has started to incorporate more pop into their music, of course, and then Camp Cup. I, I just feel like all these people that you've mentioned, they all seem to have this really great personal energy to them. And I feel that so much with Future Teens, too. It's very raw, and it feels very personable. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what has drawn me to all of those artists, and I'm glad it's coming through with Future Teens. That's, like, something that we strive for, for sure. Yeah, I, I totally feel it. How did everybody in the band meet? Uh, let's see. Daniel, he's he plays guitar now. He was playing bass when the band started. Uh, Future Teens kind of started as a joke with him and his friend Gabe. And uh, this was like long before I knew anybody in the band. And they decided they wanted to start playing more shows. So they pulled in another guitar player and they auditioned our drummer, Dylan, he was the only one to respond to the ad. So they're like, can we just, can we just tell him he's in the band? And, uh, <laughs> and then when Gabe left to go back to school, they were looking for someone new. And Daniel and I actually matched on Tinder. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Daniel messaged me and was like, I know this isn't what Tinder is for, but like, I see you play guitar. Would you want to be in this band? Uh, so I listened to Future Teens and loved it. Like sent him my record and, uh, here we are a couple years later that's like the best kind of match you could actually end up with from tinder is actually like ending up yeah. in a band that's amazing yeah far and away the best the best thing i walked away with for my <laughs> time on tinder <laughs> i believe it that's so cool and then you've all started to really collaborate to write really amazing music um you know now that you kind of have talked about a little bit of the origin of Future Teens itself, and you've been a band for a little while now, um, how do you feel you've grown musically working with these people? Uh, everyone in the band is so absurdly good at what they do <laughs> on in like totally different ways. I think Daniel's songwriting has helped me take on songwriting in a more lighthearted way for Future Teens. He's a hilarious and really creative guy, and I think we both err toward writing really sad songs outside of Future Teens. I know everything I do outside this band is just, oops, devastating. Um, so 
between that and the key plays and open tunings and that has really opened stuff up for me finding melodies and stuff and um dylan our drummer plays vibraphone as well and so he comes with really crazy melodies and chord ideas and always has some cool like arrangement idea every time we bring a song in and it's been really really cool to open up my influences and feel things out with them i like i beat myself up when i'm writing music alone sometimes so it's it's fun again writing with them yeah because you get to kind of collaborate and share your ideas and then learn from each other because you all play so much and so many different things that i'm i'm sure that contributes to what ends up becoming the whole like future teens voice at that point yeah, it's it's a like a writing experience and a musical experience that I don't really I hadn't had before. Everyone brings so much to the table and everyone has constructive changes that they can make and no one is really precious about their songs or their ideas. So it's just fun and open and really, really cool to work with them. Yeah, it sounds like it. That kind of dynamic is so good for a band because then you can all just feed off of each other and you make the best music when everybody's open to each other like that. So For sure. That's awesome. Um, so I usually don't like to ask or like tell bands like, this is what you sound like, but like, um, what would you pinpoint maybe the sound that you that comes to mind whenever describing future teens? I saw that like some of the stuff is like bummer pop and stuff. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite descriptor so far. Yeah. I think prior to that one, we called it uh, like summer rock or bummer rock. Uh, We definitely are perfectly happy with using emo as a descriptor. Down to be in that camp in a big way. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's like, it's hard to pinpoint, but bummer pop hits home for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I like it because it's like you almost combine a little bit of like the attitude that comes with emo with the word bummer and then the pop sensibility is definitely there with like the way that the songs are written. So it's it's so great. Yeah, I, I always have fun whenever I hear from bands. I'm like, so how would you describe yourself? Because it's always, it's always interesting to see like music vlogs and stuff try to like pinpoint and dissect what you sound like and stuff. So, but definitely I mean, dig the bummer pop. It's been hard for us to pick anything else since hearing that we already didn't really know how to describe it just I don't know I love to rock with my friends and that's about as well as I know how to describe what we're doing so that's another beautiful way to describe I think listening to future teens too it's perfect (laughs) um so you put out hard feelings in September of last year and stuff would take this to heart how was how was that like it's it was a whirlwind and it's super cool how it all came together we've loved working with take this to heart there's some incredible bands on that label and that we're super psyched to be uh releasing music next to um and it's it's a really cool relationship we have with them it's i mean if we have an idea we can just send joe a text and we hear back from him it's very it's just right there and uh we're still super in control of stuff that we're doing and we have like a real partnership with them that has made this process super cool. And uh, so we still feel like we can really grow and that's what take this to heart wants for us. They just, they love music so much and believe in their bands and we couldn't have asked for a better label to work with. That's especially so awesome. for this release. Yeah. I mean, it's, I always respect the most, the labels that are out there that, 
you know, they let bands retain so much control of like what it is that they want to have control of the music, the touring, whatever it is that you love the most, they let you kind of have that directive and stuff. So that's so cool that you have this like positive, good relationship with the label that always makes me happy. And they're such a great group of people from what I see. Yeah, it's been awesome. And that was something that was really important to us in that process of, you know, do we want to release this with anybody? Do we want to try to go that route or just do it all on our own and to have stumbled into what we have with take this to heart is super cool where they, they just, they genuinely want us to succeed and they genuinely want us to be really happy how we do it and to be fulfilled uh, how, with how these records come out. So I'm grateful. That's so cool. And then how long did it take for you to kind of write heart feelings and put all of it together? Uh, let's see. So some of those songs, about half of those songs were written before I joined the band. Uh, there are three of them that were on the EP Daniel sent me via Tinder when I uh, decided, holy moly, I love this band. I can't wait. <laughs> and then um, a few more from uh, our now super secret EP that we had to take down um, that we recorded like right after I met the guys. And then the rest of them were brand new. So it's kind of been ongoing. We wanted this record to be kind of a revamp of the stuff before me and then to bring it together with a little more, with stuff I had more of a hand in and kind of bring together like a more clear picture in both like sound and story when we got to the end. So I think it, from start to finish, if you count all of that, it took a couple of years. Um, but actually, recording, mixing, getting it out, um, maybe like six or seven months. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's awesome to hear. That's like, it's collaborating over like the past and almost present in that sense, finding your parts in and how you contribute to the band now and still drawing from things that were written a while back. That's really special whenever bands can kind of like merge everything together. And it's a great record. I love every song on it. Thanks so much. It's it's so well written. Um, for your parts and stuff that you were kind of involved with, what do you feel like comes more naturally to you? Music or lyrics or a little bit of both? A bit of both. I mean, everything that Daniel brought me ahead of time, uh, I remember like meeting with him just to see what I thought of the new songs uh, the first time I, that he and I actually met. And just having so many ideas for guitar parts swirling through my head. And he was like, yeah, you have free reign. Like, how do you feel about singing this one? Is there anything you want to change? And uh, so I guess it just kind of, it depended song to song what I was led to. Um, and I think that's something that we've all worked together well on where songs that other people bring like a shell of, I feel really confident bringing guitar work to that or editing a lyric here and there. And um, they have really strengthened what I bring songwriting-wise, uh, lyrically. I think it's, it's much more collaborative than anything I've ever done. And doing it, doing every piece myself uh, is like less exciting now. Well, it's so nice to be able to feel that much more confident in what you're creating because of the people that you're working with. That's so cool to me. And 
I loved your vocals on so many of these songs too. Like, I mean, songs like Learned Behavior and Kissing Chemistry, oh my gosh, I just, I felt very much like in a moment with you with the way that you wrote the songs as well as the way that they just sound with like even the full band put together and everything. It's just really, really beautifully done. Thank you. Learned Behavior like is one of those songs that just fell out of me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and it fell out of me on the day, it, on the kind of day it sounds like it. <laughs> just like, Yeah. Um, I, I always say it's about like being extremely cat, extremely sad while cat sitting and just leaning in. uh, (laughs) It meant so much to me to bring that song to future teens. I was like, when I was, when I started writing it, um, I really want, I really wanted it to be a future teen song, but I didn't know if it would be too sad for the vibe and everything that the guys brought to it was better than I had imagined in my head. And that's like such a special part of the album to me. Um, It like really means a lot that we got to put that one on there. Yeah. I mean, it feels so personal and so universal, all the experiences that you kind of talk about in there, you know, wanting to complete things and have things done a certain way and the points that you're in life. It's so cool. Um, Is there like, is there like a moment that you were kind of thinking about at the time or a memory or something that kind of just, brought all that together for you where, I mean, I, you started to describe kind of like you were kind of cat sitting and thinking about things and stuff. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love that thought pattern, by the way. Um, but like what kind of stitched it all together? Um, I, I just, I had, I felt very stagnant at that moment. I yeah. um, like was in a not great relationship and Um, like my apartment was garbage. I felt like I didn't really have the things that I thought that I would have had by the time I turned 25 just were not really there. And, um, I felt, I was just feeling really lost in that. And, um, there was a lot, it just felt like everything in my life was falling apart and looking back with like, a better outlook and after a bunch of therapy I know that that wasn't true but yeah. it was one of those moments where it's like this is the pit and it will never get better and I did this to myself and but at the same time I just I, I like believe so much in the people around me so why can't I do that for myself and that just compounding the sad was a lot <laughs> Well, thank you, first of all, for being so open about all those big feelings, because it's like, I feel like so many of us process things like that. I think that's why I attached to that song so much is because I think, you know, a little bit younger, 22, 23, I was kind of freaking out trying to figure out my life and feeling like things weren't going the way that it should be. And um, at at that point, it's like you kind of have to almost process it all and you did it musically. And that's really special and important. I feel like that's the kind of song that so many people can like listen to and you know, as a result, it's like, oh, okay, I feel understood. And that makes me feel good knowing that that exists. So that kind of honesty in music is beautiful to me. So thank you for that song. (laughs) Yeah, of course. It it got me through a lot to write it and feels really, uh, really cathartic to play. So I'm glad that it can mean something to other folks too. Absolutely. Um, Do you have any other favorite songs that you liked um, writing or even playing? 
it's hard to pick just one because yeah. every song is so much fun. Um, oh man, I think the moment in in Lover Whenever in Lover Whenever when we all scream Boston sucks, <laughs> really fun. Yeah, um, that's always just feels good, and we're we're getting to this weird space where every so often. I look up and see someone I've never seen before singing along at shows, which is just, uh, it's something I probably will never have words for. Um, and that's always a song that like people jumping up and down and it's weird that someone <laughs> knows when to scream Boston sucks with me. And that's really fun. Um, What's My Sign has been a blast. We just started playing it live recently. And it's I really enjoy that one too. It's so great. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't get through that one with a straight face at all. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's super fun. They're all fun. There's, there's not a song that I dislike playing, and it's the best. It's, I'm trying to think of one I could single out, and there's just not. That's okay. That's just that's really good. That means that you've written a lot of music that you feel really excited about, mm -hmm. and that's got to be the really great feeling. It's amazing. It's. It's been so much fun playing these songs live and, and getting to know them better and um, just like teeny tiny changes that we've made to them. Um, there's like, there's a chunk of the set where we have really fun transitions between a few of the songs and it just, it feels more like a solid piece in a way and the way it's structured kind of tells a story. Uh, and that's, that's my favorite part of the set. Sure. That's awesome. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, you know, just based off of that, um, what's a future teens show like? I mean, unfortunately, I haven't been to Boston yet to see y'all play, but uh, emphasis on the yet, I would love to. But how would you describe your sh live show? Um, this is another moment where my best descriptor is I really love to rock with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's so much fun. We just are, are all like grinning ear to ear and bouncing around. Uh, and it's just getting more and more special with age. It's so much fun. The better we all get to know each other. Um, we actually just added a new bassist within the last couple of weeks. Her name is Maya. She could awesome. not be here. Uh, I was hoping I could drag her away from her work. Um, but especially since Maya has joined, just the, the bond in the band and the chemistry on stage has gotten that much more bubbly. And I just, I feel full of sparkles. It's, it's so much fun. That's good to know that she's kind of added to that element as well. Well, we'll definitely give a shout out here to Maya because that's amazing to hear that that's the kind of stuff that you get out of a live show of this person added to your band. So yeah. that's, that's so cool. Um, can you tell me a little bit about like the Boston scene and you know, what are the best parts of it or the things that you like about it? The Boston scene feels like super supportive. We have lots of bands that we're friends with and that we love to see play that um, just like whose work we really look up to. And it's weird that we're all friends because everyone's so good. Um, <laughs> it's it's really fun. It's just, it's great people across the board um, and such good music 
coming out of it. I'd say it's like, um, it's like, it's not a small scene, but it feels small. Like with lots of do it yourself sort of venues and um, house shows everywhere. It's, it's really cool. Sounds like it's the perfect mix of like, you know, having that close knit small community, but you have the spaces and the people there that can kind of grow it too. Yeah, for sure. It's cool that there's like, it's not, it's not so daunting and impossible to get your first show with your band because people are excited to hear something new and they're excited to support their friends. And that passes itself around the scene repeatedly. It's really awesome. That's so special. Well, damn, I'm excited to hear that. And I clearly need to make a visit up to Boston soon. I have a, I have a couple of friends up there and stuff, so I'm going to have to come check it out. And I love getting my feet wet in different scenes and stuff. So definitely want to love it. Um, so do you have like a favorite venue or like space that you like to play a lot? I don't have any more treats for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like in, in Boston in particular? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We've had, gosh, I'm trying to think of, um, I mean, for a long time, a venue called Great Scott was like our Madison Square Garden. That was our, our big goal for um, a local venue, and we were able to play, play an EP release show there that was just better than we ever could have dreamed. Um, we played a like a literal VFW a couple of weeks ago, and I had no idea how cool a venue that could be. It was but it felt like we were like at a homecoming or a prom. <laughs> There's like a, a disco ball in the middle of the room and a disgruntled guy behind the bar is fun. <laughs> that was one of my favorite, one of my favorites. But I mean, around Boston, it's hard to beat a basement show. As weird as that sounds, it's just it feels like it feels like home in a basement. As gross as that is, I don't know. <laughs> it's your community, like in your basement. I like it. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, I I love the sound of that for sure. And then, um, you know, we talked before the show, of course, about this, and I'm super excited for you, but I've been seeing on social media that you've been teasing your first national tour this February. That's exciting. Yeah. Is Is there any like cities that you're really excited to be able to play or anywhere that you haven't been before? Yeah. We are starting the tour in Columbia, Missouri. And uh, I grew up a few hours from there in Joplin, Missouri. So it's a college town where a ton of my friends went to school. I worked there for a couple summers. So it's, it feels like coming home for me. And being in the Midwest is something I've been dying to do with this band. Um, so that's my personal Rushmore of the stops. Uh, but they're all going to be so good. Chicago is going to be really fun. Uh, we're playing with great bands everywhere we go. It's super exciting. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, it sounds like I have like a dog barking in the house too. I hope you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but it's okay. Uh, that's the magic of editing. I can always clip that out if needed. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's so exciting. And wow, that's really special that you get to go home and like, and experience all of that with your friends in Missouri and then do the Midwest too. I love the Midwest after going to Chicago. Um, just even the one time I fell in love with it. It's a beautiful city and it sounds like you've got a lot of really great stops along this tour too. So 
yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to like start at home and then weave our way back to our other home. It's an awesome, it's going to be some long drives. It'll be a pretty exhausting week, but. <laughs> Good bonding time for the band too. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We love hanging out. We, uh, we had like a, just a little weekender a little while ago and the van broke down. So Daniel and Dylan stayed with the van in Philly to get it fixed. And I rented a car to get Maya and I back. She had classes the next morning. Oh, wow. And uh, so we spent like less than less than a full day apart but by the time the four of us met up again. I missed you so much. How was your day? Everything. <laughs> That's so adorable. And I love the, you know, y- y'all are that connected. I mean, I'm sure that because you were going like separate directions for a minute and, you know, having stuff done with your van and everything, it's kind of probably like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen and everything. So yeah. to be reunited, I'm sure almost feels like a relaxation at that point. It's like, okay, we're good. We totally. have each other. <laughs> yeah. This band feels like, feels like a little family at this point and gets more and more like that every show. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And the way that everyone handled that kind of stress was so cool. Just so much grace and kindness for ourselves and one another. It's, we all had our individual breakdowns that were met with like, this is okay. What can I do for you? Oh my gosh. That's so special. It, it, it's wild. (laughs) I love these people so much. I could talk for hours about how good each of them are. It's the best. (laughs) That's so good to know. And, like, when you're working with those kind of people, it's just so motivating, I'm sure, to be able to know that you can do things together as a band and continue to grow. And, you know, it seems like the opportunities are going to be endless for you. Um, what are some goals that maybe you have for yourself as a musician and then maybe for future teens? Wow. Um, for myself, I definitely, I want to be writing a lot more than I have been lately. I don't necessarily have a uh, quantitative goal set, but maybe I should. <laughs> um, with future teens, I want to be able to bring more this cycle um, and just get better at guitar. And I don't, I don't understand how my voice works. I would like to know some of those mechanics so I can take care of myself better. Um, a lot of like musical self care would be high on the list for me just so I can stay healthier on the road and give more of myself at shows. And, uh, for future teens, the goal, something I love about this band is that we, don't necessarily take ourselves super seriously but we do want to make art that we love and care about and make every show as great as it can be and if good things come our way we're thrilled and we'll take it and we'll ride that wave so moving forward with future teens the our our new madison square garden is a venue called the sinclair in boston um and we would really love to like get a support slot on a bigger tour with a band that's a bigger deal than us. It's kind of the, the dream right now. We just, we want to have realistic, but dreamy dreams. I like that you kind of keep raising the bar for yourselves too. Cause I mean, you mentioned earlier having another venue space as kind of your Madison square garden. And now you have the Sinclair on your list and that's so 
cool to me that you just kind of like every time you achieve something, you're just pushing it like, okay, what can we do next? So that's really awesome. And like really inspiring in that sense. Cause you just kind of keep going. Yeah. I think it has made, it's made everything we do next that much more attainable because it's, Oh, that's a thing that feels a little out of reach, but really we could, we could probably do it. It's not, a, it's not going to be easy, but we could probably do it. And it's not, um, we don't have to like totally send it and feel hopeless if things don't quite go our way. It feels, everything feels like low stress and fun. And that's the goal. Oh, that's so awesome. And that's the best way to be. So, well, damn, I'm going to have to keep an eye on different tour flyers as well as, you know, everything that your band puts out. I want to see when y'all end up on some tour rosters because that would be amazing. Yeah, and, fingers crossed. Right? I mean, I would love to see y'all down here in Florida at some point. That would be so cool. So I'm just going to go ahead and send it out into the universe. That Yeah, let's manifest that right now. Yeah. Just out there where in florida are you i'm in like the tampa st petersburg area wow my parents live in st Pete beach what that's cool yeah. they're not too far from me then <laughs> yeah not at all that's so wild i love hearing about people who know the area or like know people down here and stuff so well if your parents are down here i guess you're gonna have to come play at some point <laughs> yeah i mean between you and my folks now it's it's a done <laughs> deal we have to route the next tour that way <laughs> I love the sound of that. Um, <laughs> so where can everybody keep up with Future Teens on the internet? Like social media, where to find music? Yeah, Future Teens is on all of the platforms. I think the handle for uh, Twitter and Instagram is Future Teens USA. Um, we are, uh, hard feelings can be found on Bandcamp, futureteens.bandcamp.com, um, or through Take This to Heart. Take your pick, Spotify, anywhere music is sold, streamed, or stolen, ideally. So we're probably there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, everybody, make sure that you check out Future Teens on all the platforms. And, Amy, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me about all the awesome things that you're doing. I am so excited for you and wish Future Teens all the luck because this is an awesome band. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it so much.
hard to read in some ways but I think that I can maybe someday and so far doesn't always mean it's so great cause we were never really here in one place if we end this right here the ride home might be weird were you teens. Thank you so much to Amy for being an incredible guest and just so much fun to talk to. Make sure you keep up with Future Teens on their social media. Check out their tour. They're an awesome band loaded with so much talent. So that's it for this week. But you can keep up with the Angry Girl Music on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Angry Girl Music. Find out first about new episodes by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Shout Engine. And while you're there, leave a review. Let me know what else I should be talking about and who to talk to. You never know who's going to be on the show next. Well, I kind of do, but I like to surprise y'all. It's fun. Anyway, I love you all, and until next time, love some bands. Stay angry.
Not 